1: I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho 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 ho! Santa Claus is here. Huddle up. You got to build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here.
2: What's up, Raider Nation? Micah here, once again, bringing you another episode of the Behind the Eye Patch Podcast. But I am not doing it alone, of course. My partner in crime. Tyler is with me, as always. Tyler, how are you doing, man?
0: Oh, just spunky as I'll get out tonight, Micah.
2: I tell you what. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you're in good spirits because uh, I don't know if you watched Thursday night's game, um, but they, the 49ers basically took us behind the Bay Woodshed, uh, pulled a switch from a tree, took us over their knee, and proceeded to... Uh, yeah, just, just wail on us, inflict pain. Yeah. And it was bad. And it wasn't one of those spankings, you know, when you're younger, you know, you get to keep the pants on. So there's a little padding. No, (laughs) we had to drop the jeans and it was a switch straight, straight to the back of the thighs. And I tell you what, I can test that the back of the thighs hurts worse than the butt. And, and, and uh, yeah. And I know that from personal experience because I got a lot of spankings growing up, but that's basically what we watched on Thursday night and dude you know what here's the worst thing about this too it's it's the overall records now tied at seven and seven when these two teams meet uh and obviously tie goes to the runner if we want to use a little baseball lingo here uh you just you just thrash just 34 to three and that I mean that rivalry's over you know the Battle of the bay's over now because Oakland's gonna be out um so and so they get to now the 49ers get to enjoy that victory for all of time. And, and Oakland can't do nothing about it. And that is, is a tough, tough pill to swallow. So, Raider Nation, though, we want to hear from you. I mean, we want you guys to get in on this. Give us your thoughts on this season. We also want to know what your thoughts are on, obviously, the upcoming offseason, what you see in the free agency. We want to hear about players that you like in the draft. Hit us up. Give us a call, 208 208- Five five seven nine seven seven one is the number. Leave us a voicemail; we will play it on the podcast here at Raiders um, at the Behind the Eye Patch podcast for the Oakland Raiders. Dude, I think we've got uh, a, a couple of uh, audio, a couple of voicemails to get through today. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken,
0: we do. We have our first two voicemails. They can go down in. Uh week nine of our podcast episode nueve of our podcast as the first nice. callers ever uh our good friend courtney birch finally
2: hey
0: has graced us with his presence on our show thank you courtney birch uh we will get to that phone call here in just a minute and my awesome. dear sweet lovely mother uh, dude has called your mom's in. awesome she left us a message Said we're doing a good job, and that uh, her alma mater, the Royal City Knights, have won the state championship in football in the state of Washington two years in a row now. Royal City Knights.
2: Wow. Well, congratulations there. Dude, your mom was the one that said, do not pick the Denver Broncos ever. And as we saw this last week, man, I think they missed a 50-yard field goal, lost again uh so the raiders aren't the only ones struggling in the afc west but dude shout out to your mom thanks so much we appreciate that and congratulations dude alma mater throwing alma it mater. down I alma think- mater i'm so did i just say i I don't know no I, you're right i'm, I'm all over you're the good. place okay yeah awesome dude that's fantastic that's fantastic Well, we'll get to those here in a minute bro so we'll just briefly touch on the uh uh, you know, on what we saw on Thursday. What I mean, is there any good? Let me ask you this: Is there any good that you could take away from the Thursday night game?
0: Uh, I've got one name. Do you want to guess what that name is? As far as as far as good things.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go, Garyon Conley. Eh,
0: not bad. That's a okay. Good one. Not a bad I guess. Would, I would put him in at number two. Uh, Garyon okay. Conley played 53 snaps. In 23 snaps in coverage, he was targeted twice, allowed one reception for three yards, and he also had a defensive holding call. So I don't know if we okay. call him a shutdown corner yet. Probably too premature for that. However, yeah. that's pretty good to only be targeted two times.
2: Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing, too. Remember, this is basically his rookie season. So I, the numbers don't lie. He's doing a fantastic job and let him develop, let him get used to the league here. Uh, there's no reason, you know, th- there was no reason that the Oakland Raiders, uh, you know, the coaching staff should have put him on the sidelines. I, what, what more do you need to see? You know, and we've talked about this, so I will not get into it too much, but I mean, come on. I mean, uh, <laughs> did you see, did you see the 49ers first play? Did you see where our safety was, Tyler? We watching where good old Reggie Nelson was, the the player at, at, like, 49 years old who's still developing, apparently. Did you he, did you see how close he was to making a play? No, I didn't see him. No, exactly, because he was peeking in the backfield ready for a run, and so when the crossing route over the top happened, he was nowhere to be found. Classic Reggie Nelson.
0: Yeah, he bit on that play action about as hard as I bite on a piece of turkey at Thanksgiving. <laughs>
2: dude you know and and as your nickname friar tyler i can imagine that that's probably a pretty hard bite if oh, yeah. i'm not mistaken no dude that, that was that was bad.
0: absolutely correct yeah and i i don't think he was within like 30 yards of that of that play action pass
2: dude i think there were linebackers that were closer to that receiver than he was it was that bad
0: yeah you know we keep was... getting
2: told every week that you know uh you know you guys like to rail on old Reggie Nelson, you know, he's developing, he's, he's this, he's that, and, and uh, oh, you know, Paulie, here's my takeaway, <laughs> my takeaway is this, I I think, I think you're going to see John Gruden, because he hinted at, you know, he, he couldn't take Derwin James in the first round, because the good old Oakland Raiders, you know, before he got there, took two, two, uh, safety's in the draft and of course he couldn't take one there so I I'm gonna go bold prediction maybe not so bold but I think the Oakland Raiders gonna go swoop themselves up a a safety in the first round this year not sure who it's gonna be yet I've got a couple names there maybe we could talk about later but uh I think I think obviously safety is that one of them yeah yep that's definitely one of them and I could see about mid-round maybe even with that second overall you know with that second pick. Uh, you know, tentatively now probably going to be from the Cowboys with the way their season's turning out. Um, I could see the Raiders going for somebody like that. Uh, and, and I just don't see – I mean, I don't see uh, Kilchrist uh, making much of an impact down the road. Obviously, Nelson – I am sub- i don't even know why Nelson's still uh, on the team, to be honest. Because he's improving, uh, Micah. That's why.
0: Is he improving? At- yes. I, he, no, he's legit, better.
2: legit. It, how, how old is he, legit? Is he thirty? I
0: think he's
2: thirty-six. Thirty-six. 36. Hold on. Hold I mean, on. <laughs> Let me pull up good, my Google machine. Good heavens! Good heavens! I mean, come on, come on. This, this is this is getting ridiculous. But you know what? At this point in the season, you know, I, I don't like to say tank mode because I don't think any team. I, I think athletes at this level. I don't think you, you haven't gotten to this level in the NFL, and I, I don't. I don't think uh, he's contenders. Thir-
0: Sorry, he's 35.
2: Oh, 35. Well, I apologize. I added a couple years onto, onto it. But, I mean, 35, really? I mean, this doesn't he look it when he's out there? Old huffing and puffing, you know, chasing down, you know. And you know what I love, though, too? You know, he gets beat on plays like that then he'll come up and you know make a tackle you know at the line of scrimmage then he gets up and beats his chest and you know walks around like like he's just been making plays like that all day and it's <laughs> and i think he did that when we were down it was like 21 to 3 and was like it's like dude stop stop i hate when when players start trying to pump themselves up and they're down by you know 17 points or whatever it's like stop it stop it you got just get back in line go play some football go get yourself pumped up when you're actually making a comeback. So, um but I digress a little bit. So, we'll see what goes on there, but I do think the Raiders go for a safety in the draft this year, man. What, what do you think? So, so you got you got Conley, you got any other the, positives? I mean, the yeah, whole offense looked like one, it was just dry as dust.
0: One other positive is the is about the only person, the only only person on the offense besides Jared Cook that I have appreciated their contributions this year center rodney hudson via pff oakland raiders uh do yourself a favor follow those guys great twitter absolutely uh rodney hudson did not allow a pressure in 34 pass block snaps in week nine and has allowed zero pressures in seven of eight games this season for the year, wow. Hudson's 80.5 overall grade ranks second among centers and his 89.1 pass blocking grade ranks first. He is the anchor of the offensive line. So, Good grief. I mean, he he came back and played, played very well. Uh, DeAndre Washington made his first appearance for the season. I think he played 10 snaps. Hold on just a second. Okay. Um, he had a pretty, uh, I may have missed it.
2: Um, you know, I'm glad is, uh, I'm, I'm glad we're taking advantage of this really good offensive line play, you know, with, with churning out wins. You know what I'm saying, Tyler? Yeah. It's, it's been so nice to have this, you know, big old offensive line and we're really uh, utilizing it. I right. tell you what, a team that's not utilizing their offensive line as well. The Dallas Cowboys, man, you watch that game? You watch that game Monday night?
0: No, Oof. I was salty. I was, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to watch Cooper. Already, it's too too much. A 34 to three beatdown, and then watching Cooper potentially go off against the Titans, I was not, I was not feeling it. So no, I did not watch the game. I heard though and saw highlights, and you know what, Cooper. If that's, if that's the production that they get from him for the rest of the year, yep. I will take yep. that number 11 draft pick or number 10 draft pick all
2: day and twice on Sunday. Absolutely. And it's – dude, I mean, uh, when you really look at that, it's looking like a solid close – I mean, I think it could be an easily solid top 10 draft pick. I mean, they showed the, re- the Cowboys the rest of their schedule – and the way they played against a Titans team that, you know they're solid. The Titans are a solid team. I I said it early in the season, a little bit underrated. Um, I think they could definitely win a game in January. Are these Super Bowl contenders? Uh, I don't think so. Not yet. Um, obviously, anything's possible. But, I mean, the Cowboys, man, had plenty of opportunities to make something happen. But, dude, you know, for all the flack, and I, I want to go, can, can I rant for a second? Do you have anything lined up, or do you mind if I go off on a rant here for just a quick minute?
0: Just DeAndre Washington. Ten offensive snaps on four rushes, missed forced two missed tackles, and had five point seven five yards after contact per attempt.
2: Wow. So he's so making a strong case for yeah. yeah, staying on the team Cause see that's gonna be tough, man. You know, the the rumors are Gruden wants Lynch back next year. Lynch is, you know, pretty much done for the season. Um You know, so it's all up in the air whether Gruden even wants – or Lynch even wants to come back. I mean, if Oakland – if they're not playing in Oakland next year, you know, which is a real possibility, uh, I could say, you know, Lynch going, nah, you know, I'm good. I want to play for my hometown. I don't, you know, want to travel somewhere else and and keep playing. Um, So – you know, and we've, like I said, we've talked about this. We've got, uh, you know, the, the, Chris Warren, the third, you know, he's, he's recovering this off, you know, this during this season from that knee surgery he needed done. You know, a lot of people are excited to see what he can do. Uh, obviously, I don't think you can hedge your bets on him. I also don't like, you know, I'm not a huge fan of even a one two punch of Jalen Richard and DeAndre Washington. I think one of them has to go. And I think, I think you do have to look to the draft. Um, for a running back in my opinion um unless lynch is going to stay on for another year then maybe you can put that off for another season you know have lynch have chris Warren in the third and then you know you know we're gonna have to see it'll be i think you're gonna see a lot more deandre washington as the season goes on because i think the staff's gonna really be evaluating you know who do we keep Is it going to be Washington? Is it going to be Rashard? Because I think Chris Warren the Third is going to be the next kind of the next man up kind of a deal next season for the Oakland Raiders. So that will be kind of fun to watch as the season progresses. Fun as far as what we can find fun with this Oakland Raider team that now sits at one and seven. I mean, where we're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel a little bit. But you know what? It is what it is, man. And we just got to keep rocking and rolling because Raider Nation's strong, and we'll just keep uh, we'll keep. Keep on keeping on, as they say. But I want to rant for just a second unless you've got something for me, bruh. Can I can I steal this for a second? You steal away. Steal away. Okay, so I've got a problem here because, you know, we've talked a lot. And one of the things we've talked about is, you know, the Oakland Raiders catch a lot of flack. And they've especially caught a lot of flack this season. Um, you know, with Gruden trading away Mac to start, then this team, you know, not really living up to the expectations, then Gruden wanting to, you know, kind of rebuild in his image and everything. And a lot of the media, man, been trying to clown him. I think a lot of the rhetoric that you see between him and reporters, especially reporters, you know, in Oakland that are there at practices day in, day out, you know, we know who they are. Um, you know the reporters people you know who write articles and do that kind of thing you know glorified bloggers you know guys who who you know try <laughs> to make their living off of talking Oakland Raider football but usually you know aren't making their living it's just you know a side gig it's a it's a hobby for them you know they, they they you know they make their living off of of you know the bad they make their living off of you know what can we what can we derive from a simple statement can we can we What can we twist out of it? And I feel like there's been a lot of that going on um, with what we've seen in the media surrounding the Oakland Raiders. And i got to say, I think what you're seeing now from John Gruden with a lot of these comments and stuff, I think he's got these guys on a string, man, and he's just playing them like a – a puppet master, man. And I think, cause uh, you know, we everybody every week, it seems like he says something, or he's like, ah, oh, man, you know, we gotta create, a, you know, you gotta create a pass rusher. It's tough to create a pass rush in this league, you know. Things to us that it's like, well, no brainer. Why would our head coach say that? Well, I think he's saying it just for. The, I think, I think he's literally just clowning the media. I, I think he's clowning the media because the media could run back and be like, oh my gosh you know let's write up an article on the, you know I'll, I'll get a good five paragraph story out of out of this you know and and, and i'm gonna i'm gonna make, get some good run out of this and gruden's just i think gruden's just spoon feeding him and he's just like you know what uh, i i'm not even going to play your game so you know what if if you want silly if you want crazy cuz that fits your narrative then i'll give it to you but i think uh, and only time will tell but i mean look at the cowboys we had a classic example of that on monday night do you, do you see that offensive line the offensive line was horrendous. Do you hear anybody talking about the Cowboys' offensive line, though?
0: Nope.
2: Do you hear anybody Crickets. talking about how bad the Cowboys are? Yeah, do you hear anybody talking Crickets. about. Uh, cri- exactly. Do you hear anybody talking about. Uh, are there any grumblings about maybe Dak Prescott isn't the quarterback there? Did they, were they, you know, was that a premature move to move on from Tony Romo? Because he had one good season. Dak Prescott had one good season. Hear any talk about that? No. No, you don't. The sure. Cowboys, every year. Uh, sure. Yeah, exactly. Every year, oh, the Cow- this should be good. Oh, don't worry. They're going to get back on track. Even right now. I mean, the Cowboys sit at 3-5. and 3-5 and five with that offensive line, with Ezekiel Elliott, with Dak Prescott, which was the second coming in Dallas uh, for, for, for Dallas fans and, and that whole organization. Uh, and, and still, we don't hear anything about how bad the C- Dallas Cowboys are or, wow, this team's really underperforming. Again, you know, even in the past, the Oakland Raiders, we didn't even have the expectation, to, you know, to perform at a high level. It, was, it wasn't it was until last year after coming off of 12-4 and four, that all of a sudden it was like, whoa, you know, this team, we're expected to do something. And then when we didn't do something, you know, then we let everybody down. And now all of a sudden we've let everybody down again this year, so to speak. But, you know, every year that nobody's ever let down by the Dallas Cowboys except their fans. The media, for whatever reason, just loves Jerry Jones. Loves what uh, the whatever the Cowboys are doing over there, just absolutely loves it. Loves everything about that team. And even at three and five, they're still like, oh, well, you know, yeah, it, it it's okay. You know, a couple of pieces here and there. And, and, you know, those Cowboys will be just fine. Yo, know, do you hear anybody talking about the Packers this year? The Packers. the sit at three, four, and one. Do you hear anybody talking about Aaron Rodgers? No. No. I have do, heard
0: rumblings it? that uh, what McCarthy? He yeah, may
2: be gone. But you know. You I, know, I'm but we've heard grumblings, grumbling's about that. We but I swear for about 3 or 4 year, years now we've heard grumbling's about McCarthy. So so uh, but you know, uh, you know, if I'm not mistaken, uh didn't Aaron Rodgers get a big old fat check this off season? Yep, to the yeah.
0: tune of 37 million.
2: Yeah, 37 million dollars. And you know what? Is Aaron Rodgers playing well? Yeah, sure, he is. But is that not another team that they have Arguably one of the best quarterbacks as far as when it comes to just arm talent and and just arm talent in the NFL. Um, uh, Often talked about as the greatest quarterback in the NFL, and you can debate that all day long with Patriots fans and other analysts. Um, But talk about a team that underperforms with supposedly one of the best quarterbacks or the best quarterback, however you want to shake it down, um, in the NFL. This team sits at three, four, and one right now. I don't hear anybody talking about the Packers. Is oh my gosh, hit the panic button over there. Maybe this team needs an overhaul. Maybe this team needs a reboot. Now John Gruden is taking the Oakland Raiders. John Gruden has five first-round picks in the next two years. Who knows? He might be able to amass more by the end of, by by the end of the season and then in the next two years. John Gruden right now sits at like what is it like eighty-one million dollars in cap space or something like that. I think it's for the closer free to
0: ninety million for next. Closer year. to ninety million, and right? The just right now. There is close to hundred and
2: twenty-two million. So the next two years, we have five first-round draft picks. We have we have over two hundred million dollars to spend in the free agency, and and but but we but everybody makes fun of John Gruden and oh the game's passed him oh every everything's passed him by oh look, look at this this silly trade with, with with the Cowboys now oh he just got rid of Cooper I tell you what you know what it, it looked pretty rougher right at first when Cooper comes out I think it was the second drive of the game scores a touchdown but I tell you what. Did that win the game for the Cowboys? Was Cooper was Cooper the difference maker in that game? No. I tell you what, that trade's looking sexier and sexier every day as far as a Raider ask you fan a goes. Question okay. About
0: that game, uh who dropped a pass on third down and 7 to keep a drive alive? It was Cooper. Cooper.
2: Cooper. Uh, uh, Raider fans, have we seen that? Have we seen that? Many. Have times. we seen that out of Cooper? Have we seen it out of Crabtree? You know? Uh, so so here's my thing. Now, for Sorry to interject. I'm no, sorry. go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I'm not hating on Cooper. I really do. I wish him the best of luck, but that's why I feel he got traded, is because yep. of the incons- the consistently yes. inconsistent hands. Yes. And sometimes lack of what I perceived as effort, uh, yep. lack of motivation, perhaps uh, this has been one of, since I've known you this has been one of your points is that you don't like his attitude and yep. it's not a killer attitude. It's now I think you can be a good wide receiver without being a, a uh, an egomaniac about it without uh, being an Odell Beckham. Yeah. Or a Terrell Owens per se. Yep. Um, yep. I think you, but Jerry Rice had an attitude. Jerry Rice wanted the yep. ball. Jerry Rice showed emotion Amari Cooper has just not showed any emotion. And I, I, like I said, I wish him the best of luck. Please, Raider Nation, don't think that I, I hate on him. I don't. I just would yeah. like somebody with some killer mentality.
2: Absolutely. Thank and you. here's a, 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 no good point because that's one of the things, dude, here about a year and a half ago when I was on Twitter, I, I said, I don't like Cooper's attitude. Give me somebody with a fiery attitude like a Des Bryant like an Odell Beckham I I don't care if it comes with baggage give me somebody who who shows emotion on the field that can get get a t- get a whole team fired up you know, with a big play, you know, because that momentum. There is momentum in football. It's not just basketball. It's, it's because we hear that a lot in, in, in. I feel like in the basketball sense. You know, you start making shots, and all of a sudden the momentum swings your way, and it, and, and you get, you start getting that, and your, your team gets fired up. Same thing with football, man. You know, you get a, you get a receiver that starts making some big plays, starts showing out a little bit, starts putting on some swag, man. That's infectious. That, that, that is infectious. And Cooper, I swear, half the time. I didn't know if he was dead or alive out there. I mean, besides the fact his legs were moving, and and I said it on Twitter. I said I don't like Cooper's attitude, and this was a year and a half ago. Even after the the twelve and four season, I don't care for Cooper's attitude. Never have. Give me somebody like this. and I got killed on Twitter. I got slaughtered. Every oh well, it's not attitude that makes a receiver great, and oh, that's yeah, just silly. And oh, so so you want so attitude catches football passes stuff? I said no. No, but but it's the energy that attitude brings to a team. And so when Cooper got traded for a first-rounder, and I said it last week, I liked it, man, first-rounder, higher than I thought we could get. And, and and I tell you right now, that pick right now, making Gruden, a lot of the Gruden haters, a lot of the people that have been railing on Gruden, and let me get back to my original point now, all the people that have been railing on Oakland, railing on Gruden, you know what? That's our first sign now. It's like, wait, wait a second. That wasn't a bad that was a bad trade so far. Mac, been out two games so far. Injury. Yeah, we don't know how much longer. Mac, though, before that, you know what? Mac, his first, I think, three games with the Chicago Bears tore it up. Fantastic, and he was an animal. But I tell you what, all of a sudden he had like a good three week, maybe one month stretch, dude. He went pretty silent. Mac was really nowhere to be found. Now he's been out a couple weeks with an injury. That pick now, no, Chicago Bears hit at five and three. They beat a couple of, you know, eh. Not so great teams. We'll see how that all shakes out. But I tell you what, that's also another the we the Cooper one is now starting to make Gruden look a little smarter. The Mac one by the end of the year might even make Gruden a little bit more smarter. And I tell you what, we just mentioned the Packers and the Cowboys. Those are two teams right now that people are we're just starting to hear. Gosh, maybe these teams need an overhaul. Maybe these teams, you know, maybe they need to they need to purge the system. John Gruden is doing that right now with the Oakland Raiders and getting and just getting beat up for it. But I tell you what, with the draft picks that he's accumulating and the money he's going to have to spend in the free agency in 2 years from now when the Packers and the Cowboys maybe wake up and 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 after another 7 and 9 season for the Cowboys, they finally go, "Oh, okay. You, we need to do something cuz we can't live with this you know this whole new stadium's fantastic and and we love that and that but that's about all the run We're, after that that glory fades away and another 7 and 9 season happens then they're all of a sudden going to be right smack dab in the middle of going, okay, uh, all right, we need to pick up the pieces. We, uh, we need to put this thing back together. And the Oakland Raiders will have had two years, two and a half years, that they're going to be working on this thing. And they're and, and with these this mass of, of draft picks and mass of free agency money to spend, this team, and time will tell, time will tell. Maybe I'll have to eat a, a crow and then some. But I tell you what, right now, Gruden's plan isn't looking so stupid, at least from my perspective right now. What do you think, Tyler? I
0: think it's not a stupid plan, but there are contingencies upon that. Absolutely. The biggest contingency to me is, can you draft worth a crap? That's what it comes down uh-huh. to. You've got, you know, you and I were, were joking the other day. Um, I said, you know, what happens when in, you know, five years down the road when we have uh, three first round draft picks that are looking for first round you know first non rookie contract deals big money i guess is is my point there what do we do and you said well we won't have to worry about that cuz if we're lucky we may just only hit on one of those three or one of those yeah. five picks yeah which scares the holy bejeepers out of me because that is what cannot happen if you uh-huh. tear this down if you bring in guys that you want, you cannot fail those draft picks. You've got uh-huh. three of them. Chances are, yeah, one of them is probably not going to pan out. We see it every year. So called experts. Yep. Uh, Rob, do you remember the guy out of Miss Old Miss? Uh, Robert Kemdashay went to the Cardinals in okay, yeah. 2016. They're already looking to cut bait on him. Um, Hassan wow. Reddick or yeah, Hassan yeah. Reddick already looking to yep. cut bait on him. I mean, we've cut bait with Obi Melafonwu, who's now a Patriot, bless his soul. Um, you have to hit on at least two of these next three picks next year and yep. you have to hit at least one out of two, if not both of them in the next draft. And yep. that's tough to do. That's what scares me. You know, I'm I'm kind of just done talking about Mac. He's um he's gone. We have two draft picks. You have to hit on those to make that yep. trade even look somewhat remotely good. You have to hit on those. Um, you know, it, we have a ton of draft uh, a ton of cap space is what I mean to say. But and it depends on who you go get. If you go get some players that fit what you're trying to do, and you hit on those, that's that's what you have to do. So I mean, I don't know. That's so cliche to say you have to hit on your picks, but when it comes down to it, that's what Gruden's got to do. He's either gonna live or he's going to die by these next two drafts uh, with all the first round picks that he has, and it's there's no way of knowing. If it's going to be good or bad until probably three, four years down the road, when yep. when we're playing in Vegas, when we see how those draft picks come out, that's the only way you're going to be able to tell. And and you can't, you know, we we're looking at mock drafts and all kinds of things. We you know we've got anywhere for right now. If it were to end today, we would have this the first overall pick, the tenth over oh, no the second overall pick, second.
2: Uh, no, I think we do would have the first. Oh, no. Yeah, we would have the second because the Giants, I believe, are in front of us.
0: Yeah. So second overall pick, I've seen 10th or 11th. I'm seeing more 11th overall pick and the 25th overall pick. I mean, you and knowing Gruden and knowing McKenzie, if McKenzie is still there at the end of the year, which I doubt he is, um, I could foresee that. 11th pick being traded for more picks, or the 25th pick uh, being traded for more picks. There's a lot of question marks, and only time is going to tell. But I would rather be in the situation we are now, as far as cap goes, as far as draft picks go, than be in the situation that many other run-of-the-mill teams are in, like the Cowboys.
2: Who yes, don't have yes. very
0: much cap room to work with. They traded a first-round draft pick for Amari Cooper who will now command at least 15 to 16 million dollars a year to drop passes on third and seven. Yep. That yep. That kills a franchise. I, you know, teams that build through the draft, that's that's who wins Super Bowls. Uh, teams that have a solid defense and a cheap quarterback—that's who—that's who wins Super Bowls. And once yep. that quarterback gets paid, you have an Aaron Rodgers effect in Green Bay: 37 yep. million to one player, and the rest of the team suffers because you don't—you ha- can't go out and sign elite talent on defense. You can't go out, oh, and you can't afford to keep your own elite talent because you don't have the resources. I know he's Aaron Rodgers, but it's a team game, Micah. Like y- you can't just go out with a quarterback. We see that in Oakland all too well. We've tried to go out with Carr at 25 million and win games, and yep. he has nobody blocking in front of him except Rodney Hudson. And that, yeah. you know that's that—that's how it rolls. You—you you don't have the money, and I think that's why Gruden was like, "Okay, Max gone." We're just blowing this sucker up. And I think he knew that from week one that he was going to yep. blow this sucker up. Just be like, okay, I can't get Mac back into camp. I can't get the team that I want now. Blow the sucker
2: up and let's go. You know, let's, let's yep. start rebuilding and, and, now. And, and here's the here's the thing. What, what position would you rather be in, Tyler? Would you rather be 1-7 with five first-round draft picks in the next two years and over $200 million to spend in the free agency over the next two years or – would you rather be the Cowboys with two more wins sitting at three and five uh, and fantastic running back, a decent quarterback. But I'll tell you what, uh, the uh, honeymoon's, I think, quickly fading there. I heard a lot of boo birds in uh, old Dallas uh, Stadium um, on Monday night with Dak Prescott and his performance. Uh, or would you rather be a Cowboy fan right now? And you, I mean, we looked at their schedule. It's brutal. They'll be lucky to win two games, I think, in their last in their last eight games. Uh, so would you rather be a Raider fan with, with this kind of optimism and hope for the future or would you would you rather be a Cowboy fan right now?
0: I, I think you have to be – you have to choose the Raiders with a long-term vision. Yes. And many, many people in Raider Nation, myself included, have been in the, at the point where it's like, all right, I've been along for this ride for 25 years, right? Uh-huh. I want uh-huh. something to change now. Not gonna happen, and so you yep. ride the train or you you jump off. And I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna bash anybody that jumps off, but you know you you just ride it out and you pray and you hope for the best. But yes, in the long run, uh, simple answer, you want to be the Raiders because you have cap, you have picks, you have a giant new stadium coming in Las Vegas, yep. hopefully more revenue. And you yep. know what? If we've learned anything from the Golden Knights in hockey,
2: Las yep. Vegas can be
0: a good town. Las Vegas Absolutely. can be a good town. They, uh, we'll kind of see what happens this year because I know the Knights are kind of on a little bit of a slide. So you know, uh-huh. hope. I think the stadium's still full, but you know, simple answer: you you gotta hope you've gotta be the Raiders. You sure you're terrible and you suck and you're the the trash fodder of the league but you have to look to the future and and yep. right now hitting on those draft picks future's bright lots of cap room lots of picks looks bright now you just got to hit on them
2: yep yep and that's the and that's the thing here and that's my point is that look i don't want another lackluster season I'm not. I'm not okay with seven and nine, like a you know eight and eight, nine and seven barely missing the playoffs, like the Cowboys seem to have been for so long. You know, uh, I, I'm not okay with like uh, I want. I want a championship team. I want a Patriots team. I want a team that's good for ten years and that's consistently you know vying for a spot in the Super Bowl. And if when we're not in the Super Bowl, you know we're losing in the AFC title game. You know that kind of a thing. And I think that's what Gruden's. Gruden stepped back from the game for a decade. He's watched what the Patriots have built. And I think that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing we're seeing a coach that's going, I I I've seen who's successful. I you know, I watched Seattle for four years build what they built, four or five years, if I'm not mistaken. You know, build what they built. I saw how they built it on young talent, on players on rookie contracts. That's what I'm gonna go do. That's, you know, that's, that's been their key to success. And that's what I'm going to give, you know, we're going to give that a try. And, uh, and I'm excited for it. Now it does, yeah, you know, like you said, it's terrible. It's tough right now to get through that time, but, um, I would way rather be, the, the, the future looks a lot brighter for the Oakland Raiders than the Dallas Cowboys. And I believe that wholeheartedly. And even the Packers, man, I would love to have Aaron Rodgers. No question about it. Devonta Adams, stud Cobb. Great. But I tell you what, that defense is horrendous. I mean, that defense, I feel like I'm watching the Raiders' defense when and I'm watching it has the Packers' been for defense. for years
0: and that's has, and that's been their Achilles heel. Is yep. is you've yep. got Rodgers, but you literally have to go out and you have to win every game Aaron Rodgers and the offensive side of the ball and we saw on Monday night that you have that you know, you get stopped once in a while. Yep. Even Aaron Rodgers gets stopped and you get stomped. Thirty-five to seventeen, so, yep.
2: and that and that's and that's always been their bane, you know. Um, uh, uh, it, it's 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 always been you know the, the 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 Achilles heel for the Green Bay Packers, and it hasn't changed. You know, it just it has not changed, and and I don't want to be that team. Yeah, I, I want to be a powerhouse, man. I don't want to be a team that's like, oh, seven and nine. Oh, this year we won nine games, and you know we're able to squeak it to the playoffs. And oh, well, now we're back to seven and nine again. You know, I, I'm done with that, man. I, 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 is it? A, is it an upgrade from what it's been? You know, four and twelve, five and eleven. Sure, but that's if we're if we're if we're committed to excellence, as the Oakland Raiders slogan is. Excellence isn't nine and seven, in my opinion. Excellence isn't eight and eight. Excellence is 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 eleven and five, twelve and four. Excellence is making you know the play is deep runs in the playoffs, making Super Bowls, and that's what we want. And that's I think is what Gruden's plan is, the long term plan. We just have to be patient. And like I said, you know what, man, we might be eating crow in in two years from now. If this team, if this team, when we hit Vegas, if their first year in Vegas. They aren't at least if if they aren't at the end of a season, their first season in Vegas, if they haven't at least competed for a playoff spot, you know, if they weren't at least eight and eight, nine and seven with with young talent, you know, with the last two drafts and developing those players, then we can call it a bust. If they're still five and eleven, you know, if they end their first season in Vegas, five and eleven, four and twelve, six and ten, okay. I think we can call this this experiment a but, like this not good. This is this isn't how this should be going. Um so that's kind of what I expect. I expect their first season in Vegas by that time with the three first round draft picks, the rest of the draft, the cap space, the free agents, the you know all that kind of stuff, they should be contenders in 2020. That in my opinion. So we'll see. We we'll, and we'll just again it's a waiting game. It's we're looking long term and that's kind of difficult sometimes to 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 try to understand and and predict because you really can't, you know, you're projecting everything. So, we'll just have to wait and see like we have for so many years, man. This is this is a little tedious, but uh um you know, we're hanging around still. We're hanging around. At least we've got our fishing, man. We, oh and yeah. I do pl- I do plenty of that. <laughs> Good for oh, you.
0: My- I'm stuck in New Mexico without any fishing gear. <laughs>
2: Uh, let me ask you this. Do you want to get into our kind of off football topic about the Thanksgiving proceedings coming up here in just a few weeks?
0: <laughs> That's like my favorite holiday, Micah. Thanksgiving. Oh, really? Oh,
2: you yeah. Know, we need I to rank to give... the holidays. We, we need to do that next podcast. Let's we rank the that. holidays next podcast. Top three. Top three. So Top just keep that in the hopper. holidays.
0: Keep that in mind, Raider Nation. It's coming All right. at you hot.
2: Oh, oh, dude! It's gonna be so hot and fresh, you know it. <laughs> okay, so off NFL topic. Thanksgiving's right around the corner. Uh, the time to just stuff your face. And I don't know about you, but I, I Thanksgiving, you know, watch football, we eat a lot. Then usually Friday is a day of rest, chill. I don't go into work normally because it's Friday, and you know everybody just got done on Thanksgiving. Like no you work ever is usually. you do Black
0: Friday shopping?
2: Micah? You know what? I have, you know, I haven't done like the stuff where it's like hanging out at a store, you know, three hours before it opens. Never done that. I've gone at like six in the morning to shop. I think once with my sweet wife, but that, that was about it, man. I've never like waited out in front of a store. How about you?
0: Um, no, I've gone at like, uh, yeah, actually I did one time at Lowe's. (laughs) They had Dremel tools, hundred dollar Dremel tools on sale for 25 bucks. So I went and bought a few of those. One for myself, wow. one for my dad for Christmas. Uh, but no, usually I hit up Amazon uh, pretty hardcore when they have their Black their week of Black Friday deals. But oh. standing in front of stores, not my favorite thing to do.
2: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and, and, and yeah, and I'm not either. There's like – you know what? If gas – if there was a Black Friday for gas and groceries, you know, if it's like it's like, you know, you know, gas right now is like 2.97 a gallon where I live. You know, if if gas is like, you know, 1 125 a gallon Black Friday shop, you know, dude, I would probably wait like 3 hours in line and I would and I would have <laughs> tanks ready. You know, I'd have like a big tank at the back of my truck ready to fill up. You know, that that's my kind of an idea of Black Friday shopping. You know, uh, milk instead of a $1.69 a gallon, it's going to be, you know, 50 cents a gallon, you know, for, for four hours only at Walmart. And then, yeah, I'd probably stand in line and, you know, you try to get drinker? me some of that kind of. Oh, yeah, dude. I'll, I'll Give me the whole milk all day long. Um, I love me some uh, Milch, as they say it in German. Um, how about you? You're not a milk drinker? No, I'm a not a big drinker? milk drinker. Really? Are you an almond milk person? Do you, no, do you milk no, the udders? No, no, that stuff's nasty. Do you squeeze the little <laughs> on, on almonds and get
0: milk? <laughs> can we put that? That's a... <laughs> can we publish that, what you just said? Is that family I don't know. friendly? <laughs>
2: <That's> a... <laughs> okay, maybe not cut that out. But So can you squeeze the udders on almonds <laughs> and then get... And get almond milk. Like I don't know how they do that. <laughs> and cashews the same way. Apparently, dude, did you know there's cashew milk out? Like, Coconut, where are the... <laughs>
0: coconuts yeah, have
2: udders. Cashews where, have udders. Yeah, where are the udders on cashews? Almonds. You have, tell you can milk me. Anything with udders. And that's got to be super difficult. Like I can't. Like I feel sorry for the guy who's got to you know wake up every morning and milk the cashews and almonds <laughs> and that kind of stuff. But anyway, no, I don't drink that stuff. That's nasty. Give me regular milk, but honestly, think about that. Who who looked at a cow, you know, with udders and was like, you know what? I'm gonna squeeze those and then just drink what comes out of it. Yeah, you know, like who was the pioneer? Or yeah, who was the pioneer for that? Like I wanna shake his hand because I tell you what, you had to have some real brass to do something <laughs> like that. But anywho, while we're on food, man, oh, I got way too much of a kick out of that. While we're on food. Give me your overrated <laughs> Thanksgiving food. I'm going to have a tough time getting through this segment. I can tell you that right now. Give me give me your overrated. I think we could go up to two dishes. You want to do two, three, whatever. I don't give know that I can two think or three. of
0: more than one. It's just one uh, okay. that, I, that I don't I'll, like.
2: Uh, hit me with it.
0: Number one, and I might think of another one, but the number one is that crappy be- green bean casserole with the fried onions on top.
2: Ah, Gagging yes. With a
0: spoon. Yuck.
2: Overrated. Overrated. That's interesting like, because like that also.
0: Green bean casserole with like cream of mushroom soup and then those fried onion things. Yeah. I'll eat each one of those individually. Uh,. But <laughs> you put them together, like, no, I will not eat that green bean casserole. Follow That's fair. Followed probably closely by that canned cranberry jelly crap that people try to okay. serve me. Nope, not doing <laughs> it.
2: Not doing it. So canned cranberries and green bean casserole, those are your two overrated Thanksgiving dishes. Yeah,
0: they should okay. just not...
2: Beat family traditions anymore. There you go. Hey, that's fair. That's fair. You know what? Mine was also one of mine was the um, the green bean casserole. Like it's fine. Uh, you know it's whatevs. Uh, I don't. It's I'm not so a mushroom gross. fan. Gross. Yeah. It, see, it's okay. It's okay. It's not my favorite dish. Like, oh, so if it if it wasn't there, I wouldn't be sad. But what's the one with the with the roasted marshmallows on top? Is that the candied yams?
0: Oh, yams. See I like I'm not
2: yams. Oh, see no, yeah, overrated. Yeah, I mean that a big time overrated in my opinion. Um the candied yams, no does not does not cut it for me. Uh, and that's like a holiday tradition you can count on. Now let me ask you this, because now that I'm thinking of yams, do you so there's regular turkey dressing. Have you ever do you like uh, oyster dressing? No. Okay. Okay. Cause see, that's all. My dad
0: had a bad experience with oyster dressing (laughs) one time. And so I guess it's hard for me to say no because he refuses to serve it at Thanksgiving because it was such a horrendous experience for him that he has saved me from said oyster stuffing. But I have heard of it. I have heard of it.
2: Yeah, and see, my dad's a big oyster stuffing person and I've just I just I'm not a fan of oysters, so I just don't like it. And at one point on one Thanksgiving, I grabbed what I perceived to be a piece of dark turkey meat, but nay, it was a big piece of oyster meat, and I tossed that big old hunk of meat right into my mouth, and needless to say within about 2 seconds, um I was gagging and cuz you know your taste buds are like are are i mean i've got this huge thing of dark meat here and i'm like oh you know my taste buds are salivating toss it in my mouth my brain's like yeah oh what and then it was just all downhill from there so um so you're i'm a dark always meat guy too oh yeah man see, i see i can go friends. both ways see yeah and see i like dark meat and light meat like i there's something White about that like the dry so light
0: drying meat. gross it yeah, sticks but see, in your mouth and it gets stuck in your throat. You have to wash it no,
2: down. No, but here's the problem with that theory is that here's what – here's I guess here's how you combat that. You get it with a little bite of mashed potatoes and gravy and, oh, my goodness, it is just – it's a circus in your mouth. Like here's that's another, how you eat the white meat.
0: Here's another overrated Thanksgiving food, turkey gravy. Dark turkey gravy great. and turkey gravy are disgusting. Okay.
2: Not okay. a big fan. Okay. I'm only a country gravy guy. White okay, gravy yeah, see, only Yeah. Okay. That's that's fair. Now see wait, wait no no, you, uh, you don't like brown gravy? No, not at is all. Is that what I understand?
0: Yeah.
2: Really? No. Really? Well, good heavens, man. I do you, country do you gravy hate the flag is the... too? Is that what else <laughs> What's that? I said, Do you hate the flag as well? Good heavens. You hey, don't like brown gravy? Politi- we don't get into <laughs> politics on this. How dare you! Uh, that's about as that's about as close as you'll you, as you'll ever hear the behind the patch podcast get to politics. But I can't believe you don't like brown gravy. That's it's too a travesty. salty. It's gross. That is a travesty. I mean, come on, Friar Tyler, you uh, you, you got to like brown gravy. Gosh, McLovin, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. Well, I like those the over overrated picks. Um. You know, we want to hear, if you call in this week, give us your overrated Thanksgiving. In fact, let's just do this uh, until Thanksgiving. Um, now, do you have a – you know, so so if you call in, listeners, give us your overrated as a bonus. Give us your overrated Thanksgiving um, dish, and we will definitely play that back on the air because I want to hear kind of what the general consensus – we should run a poll. Uh, you know what? I think it's it's on now. We're going to run a poll Some of the overrated dishes at Thanksgiving And we're going to find out You You know, know, we had like 900
0: votes On one of our Facebook polls this week Good job to you
2: Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, that was fantastic. That It was uh, – got the word out there. I'm part of a bunch of great groups on Facebook, so getting a lot of love from the nation out there. And I mean nation. I'm talking Raider Nation. You know, there is no other nation. I heard Cowboys Nation on Monday night and I about fell out of my seat. I was like, get out of here. Raider Nation is the only one that had a hat named Raider Nation. Nobody else – there's no Steelers Nation hat out there, at least that I know of. You know, there's no Cowboy Nation out there. So they can make get that out. it, but they yeah, exactly. Um I was going to say they hate us cuz they ain't us. Uh but you know, that's they don't skit, hate you, us yeah. right now. They well they no, do hate nobody. us,
0: but they don't want to be us right now either.
2: Either. Ex- yeah. Yeah, and that's that's fair. That's fair. So dude, I like it. I like it. So we will get back here. Um let's you know, let's take a look at do because we wanna, we, we can Sorry, wanna go play, ahead. Go ahead. Do we want to play at this
0: juncture? Do we want to uh, listen to the phone calls?
2: Oh yes, you know what? We got a couple calls in. Let's do it, dang it. Go okay. for it, Tyler. What do you got for us?
0: All right, so first call is from Courtney Birch. Second call is from my mother. my dear sweet mother. Have a enjoy their their uh, banter and we'll catch you right after this.
1: Micah and Tyler, my good friend. this is Courtney calling in. Uh, you know, I just have a couple things that I want you guys to try and explain to me. Uh, first of all, let's just get the elephant out of the room here. When, oh, when are we going to try and get a pass rush? I know it's probably not going to happen this year. However, I just saw a stat earlier today where it said defensive pressures, the Raiders are ranked. I bet you can't guess. Dead last, 30 seconds, with a total of 56 pressures. That's it. The next team, I believe, was the Detroit Lions, ranked 31st. They have over 100 pressures. What are we going to do to address the pass rush this season and moving forward? Next question, which I think I want you guys to try and answer is, can someone please try and explain to me the word consistency and what that means when it comes to snap counts and playing your best players? We all know Conley went from being a starter at the beginning of the year to playing zero snaps and then back to playing 76 out of 78 snaps. And this last week against the Colts, Tavis Bryant only played seven snaps. Why? When you have a weapon, supposedly, the white tiger, why do you only play him seven steps? You guys are doing a great job on the podcast. Enjoy listening to you and enjoy talking to you during the week. But please, shut the light up just for me. Thanks, guys. Hi there. It's Mom. Just thought you should know that after I listened to your podcast tonight that my alma mater was the Knights. And you talked about the Knights from somewhere. Anyway, but the Royal City Knights taken state football for like the last two or three years. Pretty good football team. Also, also for your anybody that wants to know, I'm still not a fan of certain um, fans who like the Denver Broncos. So, yeah, keep keep uh, voting against the Denver Broncos, son. Thanks. You guys are doing a great job. Bye.
2: Thanks so much, Birch, for calling in. As many of you don't know, actually, Birch does a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes stuff for us, and uh, we've been bugging him to give us a call and give us (laughs) his thoughts because he's busy, man. The dude's got real life going on, and we understand that, Uh, but we've been like, man, you gotta get in on this action. You know, you're doing behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you more. So we appreciate that. You had to address the first thing: pressure on defense. Um. here, here's, here's what I chalk it up to. We've got two rookies basically in the interior of the, uh, on the of the defensive line. We have Bruce Irvin that's more worried about uh, going home and and uh, worrying about what's going on in his bedroom, apparently, according to his tweets, than getting <laughs> pressure on the quarterback. And uh, and, and I mean, we gone all, now. Yeah, now he's gone. Uh, since what? Uh, since uh, Sunday, correct? Uh, or Monday? Monday, yesterday. Monday, okay. Um, and then and then we have Brown on the opposite end and Key, who I wish we'd get uh, see. His I haven't seen his snap count, but I think he was out quite a bit this last game against the Niners. I didn't see him in there as much. Um, and that's our problem. That's our problem. We got we got rookies on the inside. We've got in, inexperience on the outside, or we've just got players that just aren't that great on the outside for, and and when we try to dial up blitzes for, I, I talked about this in podcasts in the past, we, we've just got slow, we've got slow moving people and it doesn't help. You know, <laughs> we've got guys like Reggie Nelson who are 30s, you know, ancient and, and our, our linebackers are, we, we, you and I got into a bit of a debate about this. Uh, you know, our linebackers are, I mean, w- what's a fair assessment of our linebackers on a scale of one to 10, they're about a maybe a a four and a half. Would you say as far as I, rank ratings go? I
0: gave them like a uh,
2: two. Two. Okay. Yeah. So you know they they make some plays on on uh, you know in the run game. They never make a play in the pass game. Um. And so <laughs> it's you know and then you're gonna ask these guys. You know we just we just don't have talent on defense. I honestly think like, or or we have talent but it's developing. Guys like P.J. Hall. Guys like Hurst. You know guys like Key. We need a Nick Bosa. You know, we need some big guys. Even you know, go in. You know, in the in the off season. You know, see what kind of contract Conley wants. See what uh, who's that D end in in, in uh, Detroit? Uh, uh, Ziggy. Um, you know, see you know, see what kind of money he's gonna want. We need to bring in some proven talent. Um, whether that's through the draft or in the free agency. And right now, we're really just kind of grasping at straws. We're kind of just plug and play in players right now on that defensive front. And for whatever reason, you know, Gunther just doesn't like to dial up a lot of blitzes, and and uh, it's kind of understandable because, like I said, it's just I feel like it takes forever for our guys to get home. Forever for our guys to actually get pressure, and so it just really doesn't work for this Oakland Raider team. Um, so- and I think it's just a lack of a lack of really just talent on the defense.
0: Here's a list from Safe Gypsy. Uh, okay. If uh, Raider Nation doesn't follow him, he's on Twitter at Gypsy Safety. Great follow. Absolutely. Uh, some say that he is Ted Wynn. Some ah. argue he is not. He says he's not. But uh, anyway, uh, Jadavian Clowney, Ziggy Ansa, Demarcus Lawrence, Brandon Graham, uh, Fowler, I think he- Where's Fowler from? I don't know. Uh, oh, and um,
2: Fowler. Now he just got picked up by the Jet or the Rams, if I'm not mistaken, because oh, he was let go he, by the Jags. And I think the Dante Rams. Oh, Fowler? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's, I, that's what, what it's I thought. Be. And then Frank okay.
0: Clark. And he says they all won't make it to free agency, but which ones do you go after? And we had that uh, debate throughout the week this week. Uh-huh. Do you go get, like, a Clowney? Or, and, I, and, I, and to that, I said no, because he's going to demand as much money as Mac would have made, and I think Mac's twice the player that Clowney is in the first place. Just because Clowney's yep. been hurt so much. So I'm not going to put yep. my money into somebody with a really bad, injury-plagued history, like Jadavian Clowney.
2: Yeah. But, like, yep, is that made- Hansa,
0: uh, a Demarcus mm-hmm. Lawrence, the former Boise State Bronco.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's another big name And you know what if 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 the Cowboys are doing an overhaul, you know if they end the season let's say four and twelve, five at eleven and they're and and you know they need some picks, they need some you know they need to free up some space. I mean gosh, we could use a guy like Lawrence. I mean I, so imagine this imagine a Nick Bosa and a Demarcus Lawrence on the same line. You want to talk about night and day, you know difference. From being able to create pressure to not create pressure, I mean, that would just I think that would be huge for the Oakland Raiders. So there are a lot of you know obviously options like that for Oakland out there. Um, But I again, what do you think, Tyler? I think it's just a lack of talent on defense overall is why we're not creating pressure. What what say you?
0: I think as far as as creating pressure, it comes through two ways. Well, maybe three. Uh, You go get some proven talent in the offseason you decide yep. that you decide that that's important you continue to develop Arden Key and uh perhaps that's where we go with our with our first or second overall pick in the draft is perhaps a uh the Boza brother or a Cleveland Farrell or you know whoever they feel is there yeah one of those ways, basically painting broad strokes with my with my crea- creativity there. Real good <laughs> well, insight. I realize
2: that. To get to his second point about consistency, as far as players, and you know, um, I think that that question really comes up from you know what we've seen from Conley, you know, where he's getting major snaps right at first, and all of a sudden, I mean, they really just put the reins. Uh, I mean, they they basically you know bench him, and then all of a sudden he's back out there um
0: and dominic rogers Cromarty too who
2: yeah retired at least now
0: in the middle of the game yeah uh, you know in the middle of the week he retired (coughs) last week so uh, you know he went from like playing starting and playing in two whole games to ran the pine pony and was like i
2: think i'm done yeah yeah and and for me um the consistency part it, it, that stumps me a little bit because you know we were looking at Conley's numbers and Conley's good. Uh, there's no question about that. I mean he's basically a rookie this year. Uh, but when he was out there, man, it, it, is he is he missing some plays? Yeah, uh, you know, name me a corner that's not missing plays. Is he worth the first round draft pick? You know, I think he could be. Let's give him a full season, actually starting, and let's see how he looks again next year. But I, I mean, Conley, I think is and a cornerstone talent with a pass yeah. rush. I mean when with a have- pass. Yeah, 15 yeah.
0: seconds to throw a ball. Uh, Nick Mullins looked like Joe Montana, so yeah, I mean yeah. that's not very fair assessment, and that's the problem with a lot of the players right now is that how do they get a fair assessment? Because they our defense is just so bad.
2: Yep, yeah, it's 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 rough, and, and like you said, I I feel like we've got some you know uh, Warley. Um, uh, Conley. You know, we've got some corner pieces there. Yeah, Hurst, PJ Hall. Uh, yeah, I, I like some of the players there, man. We've, we've got some solid cornerstone players that we can build around. But it's just when you can't create a pass rush, man, everything else. You can't ask a corner to guard a receiver for, you know, six, seven seconds. You know, you just that's just too much to ask And You for. can't
0: blitz on every play either because yeah. they'll tear you a new one
2: yeah and we don't have you know we don't have four Richard Sherman's out there that we can just play lockdown coverage and blitz six people every time. you know we we can't do that. So, um the consistency thing though, has been something we've talked about on this podcast, and that is, um, I think we're gonna see now now where we are in full rebuild mode, um, I think we're gonna see the consistency. I think it's actually going to stabilize a little bit. I think we're. I think this coaching staff is going to get guys like Conley out there. We saw Nick Nelson out there. He made a few plays out there, a corner from uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, you know, we're going to get to see some of those young players now, be on the field more. They want. I think this coaching staff wants to know what they've got heading into Vegas. We're going to see those guys out there, and I think that as far as consistency goes, you know, I, I, at the same. Point two, I would be surprised if we see one or two more players drop off. You know, as far as we, uh, Whitehead or somebody, you know, just say you know I'm done. Kind of like what uh, Dominic Rogers, camardi did. Just you know I- I'm I'm done. We're you know this isn't working out. You know, especially if players start you know losing time to younger you know guys like Nick Nelson, guys like Conley. I could see some of these older you know players, which the Oakland Raider defense has plenty of. You know. Uh, uh, like, like we said, why is Nick, why is Nelson still at safety? You know, that's one guy that needs to hang it up. And, and I tell you what, I wish he would because he's just killing us back there. And uh, uh, I mean, certainly Carl Joseph couldn't do worse. We'll put it that way. And I like there's more upside to a guy like Carl Joseph than there is to uh, Nelson, in my opinion. Um, Reggie Nelson, I should say, now that we have Nick Nelson back there. Um, so the consistency, I think, is going to get a little bit better. For us, and we'll be able to see what these players have, because I think the coaches are going to want to see what these players have. Um, what do you say? Is that a fair assessment, Tyler, in your opinion?
0: I think that's fair. Yeah. What's yeah. going to be interesting, though, is how do they deploy um, Coney Ely, who we just signed today, and Jacquizz Smith? Um, mm. Are those guys going to get big minutes? Are they looking for them to to come in and play? Uh, a lot of minutes or is it just like men to fill gaps like yeah because we've had plug and play yeah rogers is gone cooper is gone (coughs) Irvin is gone um you know we've had quite a few um pens on ir lynch is on ir um i did see eddie vander does is back at practice uh this week
2: Um, it's a forgotten man
0: Yes, and uh, Nick Nelson's back. Uh, Rashad Melvin is still in the doghouse, apparently. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I don't know why they just haven't let him go. To yeah, be downright I think
2: honest. That was another name when I, I was. I'm thinking about. him going. That's another guy that could just be. You know what? I'm done. You know, I, I'm asked You know, asked to be released. Kind of. You know, uh, I'm out of here. And I, I wouldn't I'm blame him. This. I
0: think he's kind of got shafted in this whole thing. To be to be downright yeah. honest.
2: Yeah, that's a fair assessment, and yeah, I, I, this was it's such a weird season, I mean, it really weird, it started off with such high hopes, and then, you know, it was like, for about four weeks there, was like, are we tanking, are we rebuilding, what's going on here, and then finally, like, the last three weeks, it's been like, okay, we're rebuilding, We you know, we're one in five, okay, we understand what's going on now, you know, who, kind of a thing. Who was it this week that was like, sent out the <laughs> yeah. tweet that was like, okay, we're rebuilding now. Oh my gosh, dude! I don't remember who it was, but it was a big name. It was either uh, Levi,
0: Damian, or uh,
2: was it Paul?
0: Yeah, I that's I think who it was, was Paul.
2: What's his last name? G- 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 Gutier Gutierrez. Yeah, Paul Gutierrez. Gutierrez. I think. Yeah, I, you sent me that tweet, and it was like. No kidding, Sherlock. Like I could have told you that about three weeks ago. I'm pretty sure. Raiders are so, in
0: rebuilding mode. Well, there's some <laughs> clickbait for you. I tell that you what. Four weeks ago.
2: It's it's kind of like all of a sudden this has come up with the whole Jamarcus Russell and the blank tapes. And it was like that was a story like three or four years ago, wasn't it? I mean that like that that came out I like a long we've got, time ago.
0: We got nothing else to like.
2: Look That's how bad <laughs> the state of the nation is so bad. We're like dredging up yeah old stories that we're like, we could probably get a little run off of this again. So yeah, that was That, that would was probably funny to... go
0: down as my bad tweet of the week.
2: There Tyler's, you go.
0: Tyler's bad tweet is Paul Gutierrez. Uh, the Raiders are in a state of rebuilding. That was like two days ago. <laughs> I <It> was like, <laughs> I think we reached that verdict about two to three weeks ago, like you said. <laughs>
2: In the words of Sherlock Combs, we now have a firm grasp of the obvious. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, dude, I've got a quick question for you as we look at kind of a little bit of the rest of the NFL. Packers, Cowboys, who should be more concerned? Um, I
0: think – <sighs> That's tough, it's, isn't it? It is. It its I think it's tough because the Packers, you know, every year it's like they have high hopes. But for the past few years, the Cowboys also, last year it was supposed to be the Raiders and the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, and that was not even close to happening. This year, I don't think they were as high on the Cowboys, but still, you're like, they just gave up their first round draft pick last year, and they Uh may not even make the playoffs. So, you know, like we said earlier, if the, if it were to end today, the draft, you know, we would have the 11th pick in the draft. That's a fairly high decent pick to give up for yeah. a a receiver that's going to next year command 15 to 16 million dollars. Number one tier wide receiver money who in my opinion is probably not worth that type of money. I you know, I, I think just looking at the owner and who runs that team, you've got to be more concerned about the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones is going senile. Uh, he's, he's turning into Al Davis of yesterday.
2: <coughs> yeah, he um, kind of is, isn't he's he? He's like,
0: he wants one more ring, so he's mortgaging the future for something to win now. Problem is, Jerry, you're not winning now. That's the problem. You have three and five. Yeah, you're three and five behind. You know, that is just that's a that's not a real great. There's not one good team really in that conference, is there? I mean, you've got the Giants. You've got the Eagles who've fallen off. You've got the Cowboys who are mediocre. And then you've got a Redskins team that has that lost bad to Matt Ryan and the Falcons on Sunday. So. I don't yep. know who. Uh, I'm gonna go. Cowboys have to be more concerned because they've mortgaged the future. Whereas, you know, as far as cap space go, the Packers are kind of in dire straits there with 37 million on the books to Rogers. Yep. Um. I, I'm I go Cowboys. I I'm more panicky on the Cowboys. What do you say?
2: Yeah, I'm with you on this one. Here's how I look at it. Line them up. Cowboys Packers, who do you think wins that game? I think Packers run away with. It. I think Packers, you know, that's that's a thirty-four to twenty kind of game. You know, the pack the, the Packers win. Um, and and I I'm, I'm not sold on Dak Prescott, and I think a lot of I think I think the whole uh, the the Dallas Cowboy uh, fan base is starting to go. Uh, maybe what have we gotten ourselves into here? Uh, because I tell you what, Dak Prescott, man, I even tweeted you or shot you a message um on monday night is like this guy just can't escape pressure you know that was kind of one of the things he was known for almost kind of reminds me of a little kind of kaepernick situation you know he came out he had a baller year the one year and now he's just like i mean he got sacked like five times on monday night five or six times on monday night and it, he just looked kind of lost out there and i know a lot of people are like well he needs a big receiver you know, that's that's you know, that's the Des Bryant effect. Uh, that's what Des Bryant could do for that offense. Well, you brought in Cooper. Uh, Cooper was supposed to be able to take the top off the defense, and I, it didn't look any better on Monday night. So I, I'm i with you there. I, I, the Cowboys, uh, the Packers look better just for the fact that uh, I like Aaron Rodgers can change a, a game, all, you know, by himself on a Sunday. We saw that with him versus the Bears on one leg week one. You know, he changed the course of that game. He controlled that game. Dak Prescott can't do that. Pat Prescott doesn't have the same power as Aaron Rodgers does. And you can build around you know, you can add a run game and a safety and a corner and maybe an extra defensive end, you know, to the Packers. And all of a sudden, you know, that defense isn't half bad and the offense is just as explosive or you know, even more explosive. Um, but with the Cowboys, man, you need you need defensive help you need off you know you need receivers you need an offensive line uh and and you might need a quarterback you know in a couple of years this could be a team that's going you know we'll take a a second and a third rounder for Dak Prescott anybody want him you know kind of a thing in a, in a couple of years so i'm going to i'm going to stay with you and say the, the cowboys is look no,
0: worse no i don't want him
2: <laughs> exactly somebody will though i guarantee it maybe the browns you know maybe by that time the uh i'm going to get his name right the Mayfield uh, effect will have worn off and the Browns will go in for another heady move and, and pick up somebody like <laughs> Dak Prescott. But uh and let's get heady, to you mean like like not <laughs> heady Like Yeah. No that was totally move. That was totally facetious. Yeah, there there was there that was totally jest there. Um so let's let's look at the AFC West this week. Um Broncos are on a bye. Okay, <clears throat> this is a real tough matchup to pick Tyler uh, Chiefs and Cardinals. Who uh, that could really come down to the wire, man. I mean, am I right? Am I right? Who, yeah. who do you have the, in this in this tight the matchup? Wire,
0: the wire being, does Patrick Mahomes throw for seven hundred and fifty yards or eight hundred <laughs> yards, dude? That's, and yes. we still have to, we still have to play those guys two more two times this year.
2: My word,
0: it's gonna be like I bet Mahomes in those games combined goes for a thousand yards passing. If, they don't I think, just, if Hunt uh, doesn't just go for, like, 500 yards rushing in both of those games. It's it, going to be one of those two.
2: It's going to be ugly, dude. Uh, I think we both picked the Chiefs, though, against the Cardinals. I, I don't think that's even going to be close. Um, Broncos actually get a win because they're on a bye week. So congratulations, Denver. Um, okay, so let's get to this, man. Chargers-Raiders matchup. Lost the last time, you know, we played them. Uh, things haven't, I would actually say, things have gotten worse for Oakland. The Chargers now sit. <laughs> they haven't gotten at, better. They haven't gotten better. Chargers sit at six, uh, comfortably at six and two, if I'm not mistaken. Um, They travel to the black hole. I don't think that's going to make much of a difference. Uh, g- give me a score prediction, man. G- what do you see in this game?
0: We put up three against the 49ers. <laughs> Oh, we put up how many against the Colts?
2: Uh, we actually played we put 28 up against the Colts 28
0: up against the Colts
2: 10? 10 points for the
0: Raiders there in you this go. game uh,
2: 27 to 10 27 to 10 I think that's pretty solid um. Yeah, I. I don't. I. I I'm kind of that, kinda that weak pains here. me.
0: I don't know yeah. that Raider Nation understands. They. They view me as a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm a realist. This, yeah, that is absolutely. the reality of this game. Picking the Raiders to win this game is asinine. And you need to smack yourself in the face if you think that there's a chance, a snowball's chance, and you know where. That they win this game, we lost to the freaking 49ers, 34 to three, like our first to a
2: to a quarterback that hasn't has never played in a regular season game was in the NFL,
0: undrafted, undrafted.
2: We made that guy look like Tom Brady in his march to the Super Bowl, bro. I mean, it was that bad. And and so. and
0: Rivers is coming, but I guess the only way that. The Raiders win as if the rivalry matchup happens. Sparks like, something. Yeah. yeah. Sparks something. But you would have thought if a rivalry was going to spark something against the 49ers, there would have been a spark because that is a yeah. very big rivalry. There was no spark, Micah. That looked like just garbage. Yeah, that's too easy of a. That's like too kind of a word. <laughs> just. I mean, pure sewage, raw sewage, just you know, bad, just nasty, yeah.
1: and, I, and, and it know, was
0: sad. Like, it was, that was a sad, sad performance. It just – they should have just packed it in at halftime and been like, okay, we quit, surrender, wave the white yeah. flag. Um, I hope – I mean, I hope it's a close game against the Chargers, but I'm not going in with any, any – s- hope of that happening I mean I just contradicted myself I hope it's a close game but I don't I don't believe that it will be close at all
2: yeah yeah the 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 analytical side of you the fan side of you wants to say you know thirty one to 20 Oakland wins the analytical side of you of me uh, okay so the analytical side of me says I'm going to play the law of averages. We only put up three last week, so I'm going to say we're going to actually put up a decent amount of points. I'm going to go 34-23 Chargers. I'm going to say we actually put up 23 points, and we'll be happy for it. Um, But uh, I just – yeah, I don't see the Raiders winning this game. I mean, we're in – we're a bottom of the barrel, man. And like you said, this is something we talked about – I would love to just be spitting rainbows about this team all the time. But it really makes me frustrated when I get on social media and I see all these fans sitting around talking like, oh my gosh, this t- you know what, we might have lost, but I'm still swagging into work repping the Raiders. I'm like, this is the problem with this mentality. You don't want to coach with that mentality. You don't want to coach going, well, guys, you know, we just lost our fifth game in a row, but you know what? We're still going to be swagging around, you know. We're gonna we're gonna hold our heads up high. We're gonna. Be, it's like no. We're gonna
0: celebrate after a tackle like Reggie yeah, Nelson.
2: Yeah, yeah, no. You need to get your butt kicked. You need to go, guys. We're one in seven. We're trash. We're terrible. What are we gonna do about it? Now, by no means, give up. That's not what I'm saying. But right. I'm saying that it's okay to say people who do great things. Don't go. You know what? You know, I just lost out on another sale. But you know what? I'm still going to walk into the office like I've I'm the top producer on the team, you know. No. They, they you lower your head and you go, "Okay, I need I need to do a little soul search. We need to figure this thing out. I need to go back to the drawing board." I'm going to pin my ears back. I'm going to shut up, and I'm going to and I'm going to figure this thing out. That's what a winner does. That's what somebody who's trying to find the answers to And I'm tired of these fans Walking around these Oakland Raider fans, like if you aren't just spitting rainbows about this team, then you just shut up or you get off the bandwagon. And it's like Jump it's not a bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's like stop it. Shut up. I demand excellence. What are, are we are committed to excellence? Apparently, and I'm not seeing excellence, so I'm going to be upset about it. And I'm going to demand that we do something about it. And I'm not going to be happy about it. I'm not going to be happy with 1 in 7. You, you might be happy with 1 in 7. You might say, I'm going to still swag into work wep- repping my Raider gear at 1 in 7. I don't care. You know, uh, to heck with everybody else. I'm not that way. I go, you know what? I feel like a fool right now. I'm 1 in <laughs> 7. You know, I, wh- what needs to happen, we need to shut up. We need to sit down. and And you need to work on it. And and until we're better, then stop swagging around. We ain't all that in a bag of chips. We're one in seven. We're at the bottom of the barrel. And and stop hating or, or stop stop looking down or, or telling me or anybody else who, who, who doesn't want to put up with this poor play at best. Who doesn't who who's not who isn't okay with that. So stop acting like, well, if you just you know, you're just a hater because you know what you 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 demand more. Yeah, I do demand more. I demand 7 and 1. I demand 8 and 0. Oh. I demand at least, you know, right now, you know, 5 and 3, something like that. I mean, th- that's what I demand. I demand that we should be right in the mix with the Chargers and the Chiefs and everybody else in the AFC for a playoff spot. I shouldn't have to be talking about the draft. I shouldn't have to be talking about. Well, in two years, when we're in Vegas, we should be really good. No, I demand excellence. So don't, don't pull my fan card or tell me I'm any less of a fan because I demand excellence. Because I don't look at everything with rose-colored glasses like you do. If you want to look at things that way, you know, I guess that's fine. That's your prerogative. But I can tell you this right now: people who are successful at stuff and are successful at life. Don't keep losing and losing and losing and, and, and getting run over and, and not good at what they do. And just get up and go, oh, you know what? That's okay. Uh, you know, they get up and they keep swinging and they keep punching, but they, they don't settle for it like so many of these fans have. It's okay to be upset. You should be upset. If you keep failing, if you fail over and over seven times in a row, seven times out of eight, you should be upset about it. And you should say, what, st- this needs to stop. How do I make it stop? What do I need to do? Why do I need to work? You don't need to be swagging around if you failed at something seven out of eight times. You don't need to be swagging around acting like you're all bad if you failed at something at seven, eight times, seven out of eight times, like the Raiders have done in their first eight games. And so, and successful people don't do that. And successful teams don't do that. So I'm I'm just, I'm tired of this, this, we just need to be vomiting rainbows all the time about the Raiders and and everything is is hunky-dory and this team is just a lovable little fuzzball and and you know what win <laughs> loser tie Raider Nation till I die I'm, a, I'm gonna backhand the next person that tells me that and I'm and it's just like stop it because it's all it's been is lose 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 Raider Nation till I die and I'm, I'm fed up with it I've had enough with of it and and we're not going to get anywhere if we're still okay with that week in and week out. And if we're still like, well, it, it's okay, man. I'm still Raider Nation for life. No, we need to do a little soul searching. We need to sit down and shut up and figure this thing out. And I'm done. I'm I'm done with that whole thing, Tyler. I'm, Preach. I'm, I'm, Preach. I'm just. I'm sick of it. I'm You're sick of be it. You're going to be Friar Micah. <laughs> I, well, I tell you, it's, it's been weighing on my mind. And 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 I think it's because for 16 years I've heard this, man. I've heard these all these fans. Well, you're not a real fan. And you've heard it too. You're not a real fan if you talk bad about this. Team. You know, no talking bad about Derek Carr. No talking bad about John Gruden. You know, I'm all for giving players and coaches their due and, and giving them time to develop, giving them time to, you know, trust the process, so to speak. But when that process has been a, a repetition of, of mediocre play followed by lots of poor play for 16 years. Something else, something needs to change. Something needs to change. And, and I'm all for, and I've, you can go back to other podcasts and listen. I am all for giving Carr another season. I think he should get another season, but I think by the end of 2019, if we're singing the same tune right now and we're one and seven, two and six next year, car needs to be gone. I don't think Carr should finish the season. If we're two and six this point next season, car's gone. Boot him, and either look to the draft or see who we have. uh, If we've drafted somebody in 2019, but but I'm all for giving people the time to develop. But I'm not all for just, you know what, maybe next year. There's always next year. Oh, well, we should be really good next year. We've got those draft picks. Oh, well, we have that free agency money. Uh, that should be really good. Yeah, That's all I've got to hold on to right now, and I'm excited for it. And I think it's going to be good. I think when John Gruden came in, I had that expectation that it was a rebuilding mode. I think we should have all mentally entered that mindset when Mac got traded. Now I didn't right at first. You heard me. I was 12 and four, man. I, I was all in on this team, but you know what? I turned around pretty quickly, you know, by, 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 I think about a month in we were in rebuild mode, but now we still have all these fans walking around, you know, one in seven later still like, Oh, well, you know, we're going to get it right. You know, we're gonna. it's like, uh, I believe we're going to get it right too, but it's going to take a couple of years. It's not going to happen this season. So stop it. Stop it! And I've got every right to say that and be upset about it. So there, Tyler.
0: There. Thank you. I feel <laughs> blessed and encouraged by listening to your words.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh! Sorry, that was another little rant uh, I, that I, I probably brought us way over the time. Absolutely right,
0: though. I mean, it's it, it, we should band together and not just be ostracizing people because their opinions are different than ours. I thought Gruden would come in with Carr and Mac and Cooper and the offensive line, and do amazing things, and it has not been that way. I'm yep. right there, and I'm just as sad as the next guy. Uh, every Sunday, crying in my Diet Dr. Pepper cherry. I mean, I, I'm <laughs> there. I'm hurting. I I was so frustrated with that Thursday night game, I quit watching. I was so mm. frustrated by the third quarter it was the first time in my entire life that a T that a game has been on the television and I turned it off. I looked at my wife. I said, let's go upstairs and let's just watch Netflix or do something else. I cannot stand this. And then I didn't even feel bad. I kind of felt good. I kind of felt like I'm sticking it to the man and you can take my fan card. I'll just, forge another one because i'm still here i'm freaking spend five hours a week doing a podcast and i love the raiders and i won't leave but gosh dang it i'm sick of the crap and i think many of us are and we can we can we can voice that raid nation you don't have to come tell us to walk a plank you don't have to tell us to get off the train or or take my fan card I can express who I am when I want because this is my gosh dang
2: show. If you don't like yep. it, you don't have to listen. And more power and to you. And here's the point. You've got a right to to demand more from yeah. this team. You've got a right to demand more. And that's, that's the point. You know what? They should that's want one thing. to give more.
0: If they exactly. want us to be happy – They shouldn't walk out on that field. Osemele was on the sideline laughing as they're getting their A's kicked. And they're Uh just laughing. And I'm just like, I'd like to come slap every single one of you. I would die afterwards because you'd pound the tar out of me. But I'd like to just slap you and say, you're down 34-3 to to the second worst team in the NFL. Quit your laughing. Quit your smiling. Shut up get out there and freaking get pissed that you suck work harder like when when something goes wrong that's how i was raised is you you look at yourself you see what you can do better and you work harder or smarter you don't you don't just sit on the bench and laugh about a 34 to 3 shellacking that you're taking unless you're trying to keep from crying on national tv then you can laugh, but it's it's beyond ridiculous. Like, they gave up, plain and simple. Now, next week, go out and show that
2: you even want to be there, or else I don't want you here. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. So, well, dude, I felt like we needed to get that off our chest, man, because it's just been, you know, it, it's tough when you're losing, and everything seems, all you know, is, a, is ten times worse when you're losing. But, but uh, the ridiculousness, though, of some of Raider Nation and what's been going on, it's just like, look— uh, the, it, something needs to be said, and, and we're you know, don't don't come railing on me when I've decided that I've had enough of losing. Like we, like you said, I'm not walking away. I'm not. I'm not burning my jerseys. I'm not putting all my Raider stuff in a heap and lighting it on fire and putting it on YouTube for some likes and <laughs> comments. You know, I'm not doing no, it. I'm you put far fishy from that. Videos
0: on YouTube. That's what that's, you right.
2: Do. that's right. That's right. But 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 dang it! If 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 I don't turn a TV on because my team, because the Raiders are you know down 21 to zero or getting beat 34 to three, and I say you know what, honey, if you want to watch the Hallmark Channel, go for it. I'm done with this. That doesn't make me any less of a fan. That just means that you know what, I demand excellence. There is no more excellence to be had out of this. So you know what, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna salvage what little evening I have left, spend it with loved ones, and then we'll regroup and see what we can do next time. And that's all there is to it. So, but doesn't make doesn't make you, doesn't make me, doesn't make anybody else any less of a fan for doing something like that. Nope. So. Bro, I think we've covered it all, man. Do you have anything else on your end? I feel so uh, much better. I feel like I've I'm purged sad. the system.
0: I am sad. Uh we released one of my favorite players. Oh, on the Raiders, sorry. he was only with us for a brief moment of time. I'm talking of one, the Stormin' Mormon, Stormin Mormon Mr. James Cowser.
2: I'm it sorry, It was good
0: man. to have you on the roster for a week. Hopefully they get him back onto the practice squad. I'll feel better about life, but I miss Stormin'. I miss him. Yeah.
2: It was good to have him and then not have him and then have him again and then not have <laughs> how many plays have we done that with now uh Shalit
0: Calhoun comes to mind as well
2: <laughs> oh my gosh okay talk about consistency uh, for Birch I I you know that kind of throws a monkey wrench into that whole idea but uh anywho Ray- I believe nation.
0: consistency was an old old wooden ship used during the uh Civil War era
2: <laughs> oh I love it I love it well, Raider Nation, as always, we appreciate you listening. Of course, we're going to be right back here again next week. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast as much as we did. You know what we really need to dig into, Tyler? Let's let's take a look this Saturday. Let's really scour the college football realm. Let's come up with some names for our three three first-round picks that we can plug in and we can start saying. These are guys we want Um, because, you know, I I love getting into that. I love seeing some of those names tossed around besides, you know, the Nick Bosa. You know, let's let's look at what else is out there. and We've got a few other names.
0: Here's a late round pick. Should he decide to go uh, and maybe even undrafted? A.J. Richardson, Boise State wide receiver.
2: Ah, Check him out. Yeah, check him.
0: Can catch the freaking ball.
2: Yeah, no, he's a solid I and mean, I mean, and that's no bias. You know, I mean I I get to watch them play here in in Boise, Idaho. But uh that dude, yeah, he's got some hands. He's got some sticky hands and and you know, Raiders, you know, let's 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 move on from Seth Roberts, maybe stick a guy like AJ Richardson in the slot and uh and see what he can do. I I like that pick, man. Well well done. Well done. Well keep an eye on the hometown. Uh Keep an eye on Blue. the hometown uh, brother. So Raider Nation, thanks so much for hanging out with us as always. You can find us on Twitter at behind iPatch on Twitter. We also have a Facebook page at Behind the iPatch. Go check us out. You, we all we're always putting up polls up there. We put our podcasts up there. You can always find our podcasts on iTunes. You can also find us on Google, can't you, Tyler? Google, Google Play understand? and Stitcher. Google Play. Fantastic. And find
0: podcasts. Us- dot com.
2: Fantastic. Just search for Behind the Eye Patch Podcast. We will be there to pleasure your ears as always. Until next time, keep the faith. Hang in there. We will get through this all together.
0: Peace out. Just win, baby.